You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 252. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa and happy last quarter of 2021. Here we go, friends. Here we go. As you know, I have become increasingly passionate about planning, so much so at the beginning of this year, I created Artful Selling, which is really about helping artists create their sales and marketing plan for the year. And we're going to We're going to be launching Artful Selling and opening the doors to the course again in January. And as I continue to lead artists through this process, I continue to refine my own process. And I also have a special product that I'm working on for this quarter that I can't wait to share with you in this episode So I'm especially looking forward to this quarter. And I also, before I share some tips with you around how I like to now plan for a quarter, I wanted to give you some behind the scenes. I'm recording this podcast very early before the day it's supposed to be released. I won't put pressure on James, who has been kindly editing the podcast over the last few months. I'm so thankful for that support, but I am going to try to get it to him ahead of time so that we might get it up for you on Thursday, but you might also be listening to this on Friday, October 1, which is totally fine because where I'm at in my business and what's been happening just the last few days, lest you think that my relentlessly, I think I'm pretty relentlessly optimistic. Um, I certainly don't invite you into my world of complaints by choice. You don't need all of that while I try to figure things out. You don't need to hear the behind the scenes complaints. And I'm certainly working on my own attitude all the time around how far I let myself go into old stories and and patterns and beliefs and and just whining, quite honestly, having a pity party for nothing. And then there are also those moments where I just want to acknowledge and I want I want you to know, you know, this work is I've avoided this word sometimes. So if I use it, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Growing a business today, it's hard. Being an artist in the world, sometimes it feels really hard. And, you know, I'm so, we just welcomed uh, a whole new group of members 
and I just adore them already. I love how our community continues to grow and come together with honestly just the coolest, most inspiring, loveliest humans. And I love seeing what how they're diving in so quickly and making so much progress. It's really it's really mind-blowing for me sometimes because it took me a lot longer, right? And certainly that's why I'm here to help you have a quicker journey. And as a mentor, I don't ever want to be the kind of mentor that's like, well, get ready, buckle your seatbelt. But I also think it's a disservice for me to, which I hope I don't do, you know, paint a picture as if it's just all smooth, that there's no turbulence in this journey. Because just this week, part of the reason this podcast didn't come together as soon as I wanted, just this week in sitting down to make my quarterly plan, which is ultimately for me at this stage going to lead into my 2022 plan. I am that person now where I am, I'm becoming ahead, ahead. It's been a process. It's not fully dialed in, but I am becoming a person who plans ahead. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So as I'm thinking about all of this, I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, why, why is this all feeling so, you know, complex? And why am I waking up at three and 4am with so much on my mind? And it's because I have a lot on my mind. I'm not just growing a business more than I ever have in one year. I have personal, personal big life changes happening simultaneously, like all, all, all together. And in some ways, it feels like all within the same few days. And as you know, you know, I've I've shared with you that I've been going to EMDR therapy. And uh, I promise as I have more to share on that, I will. But I'm sort of in the middle of that process. And I've chosen, you know, to go all in to just go deep on my life and uncover and explore any and all areas that need healing that I feel like maybe have been holding me back. And that's not comfortable work either. So I do sit here and say some of the challenges feel like by choice, right? Certainly I'm choosing to grow the way I want to grow because I want to be able to reach more of you. And I want to have time again to make my art and share that with more of you. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, do I really want to? And when you are being genuine, do I really want to grow as big as I think I do? When you're being genuine with yourself, I'm going to, I'm going to give that as the first tip to share today. I'm working with a coach as well, a newer coach in my life. And one of the things that he was saying is, well, we are working through a bit of a 90-day plan with him. And he was talking about your 90-day outcome instead of your 90-day goal. And I really like this subtle shift in thinking for myself because a lot of times goals just, they have so much, mm, I don't know, connotation. They have so much attached to them 
because most of the time we don't actually reach them or complete them, at least maybe not in the time frame that we intend. And an outcome is so much more about how you're feeling. You know, how do you want to feel? How do you want to be at the end of 90 days? And I can sit here and say to you that when I come to you in January 2022, I want to feel a whole lot more uh, peaceful around the choices I'm making now to move forward. That's pretty important to me. And that has nothing to do with revenue goals. That has nothing to do with how much art I sell. That has nothing to do with how many people join us in the Artful Selling course in January, or, you know, we don't have plans of opening the doors of the membership, but how many people are with us there? None of those goals. I have vision for all of that, for how many of you I would like to have the opportunity to serve and to help. And I also realize that none of that's going to happen uh, with my peace being sacrificed. And that's that's not so much with the outside circumstances, right? It's about what my internal world, what is, what's happening on my internal world. Because what I've also shown myself is as I grow, there is no place that I will reach where it will all just feel together and seamlessly flow. I thought initially as I grow, and I end up getting more support, that that will definitely help. And in many ways it has, but in many ways, now you are someone who is a manager and you're leading a team of people. And I often talk about how I, you know, a big part of the inspiration for me to to do the kind of personal work I'm doing on myself, let alone the business, is to just be a better mentor to you and to be a better leader, to be a better boss and manager, to also, of course, in turn, just be a better person in all relationships of my life. But I'm going to tell you now, this work ain't easy. <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. It's not. So I do understand, you know, that I probably have pushed through in areas of life that maybe I, I should have relaxed more. I know how to do that. I would consider myself to be pretty strong. And I sort of had to do that very early in my life, very quickly. And so that habit probably got, got put in motion. And so I'm having to learn how to let go more instead of feel like I have to power through challenging times. But I also notice that a lot of a lot of you give up. You do. You give up for reasons that I personally have been through and you have no idea. You know, a lot of people go through things and they don't use social media as their place to um, tell everyone about every personal experience in their life, which I've recently come to the decision that I am personally exhausted with whatever that is that makes us feel like we have to bring everything to strangers all over the world. And I think that's in part due to the year that we've lived where 
we're all mentally exhausted on some level by this experience. It has impacted everyone in a very profound and different way. Uh, some just an incredibly painful series of losses. And we don't need to go somewhere for inspiration or connection and then have to hear about everyone else's losses from their childhood and from their this and from their that. It's exhausting. Can we just agree? The reason that I ever started a blog was to share inspiration, beauty, and joy with the world. And I, to this day, have always said, I'm not taking you into the closet of my life and, you know, just dumping it on you, like cleaning that closet out and dumping it on you. It's now my new metaphor for this experience. No, I'm not. And, you know, that conversation comes up sometimes around social media still, like how personal do you get? And I understand that it's personal, your choice to do that. But I think we have to understand that that's having an impact. And I'm not going to take that conversation further. It's having an impact in, uh, I believe, it's starting to have a more negative impact than a positive impact of like, wow, you're not in this alone, right? There is the beauty to that of you're not in this alone. And that is partly what I'm wanting to share with you here is that if you're going through challenges and hard times in your business, in your personal life, and it feels like it's all converging sometimes, you're not alone. And at this very moment, I'm not going to open the closet and throw all those personal things at you. It just doesn't feel right. You don't need that. You're going through your own stressors. But I don't want to gloss over the experience of what it means to grow. Uh, the growing pains involved with that are real and don't give up so soon. Don't give up so soon. We're going to talk more about that in an upcoming episode because today is truly about helping you look at your 90-day plan. And so how do you do that? So if you ask yourself, just get ready. If you ask yourself, buckle up, get ready. If you ask yourself, what is the outcome I want, that's going to be very different than what goals do I want to achieve? Because ultimately, if you come at it from what goals do I want to achieve, I'm going to ask you why you want those goals, which is in essence the outcome that you want. And when you start to ask yourself these questions, that's when things come up. And what I find, and sometimes there are things that you may be afraid to look at, but they're so important to look at because when you do, you reach a new understanding. You make progress in ways that you maybe haven't before. It's well worth whatever discomfort comes up when you look at the outcome. Because I have often shared and continue to suggest that as you go along on your journey, you always check in with yourself and you say, is this something I still want to do? And there's a difference between selectively saying, this doesn't match the outcome I want in my life at this time, then things are hard right now, so I'm going to give up. I just can't. Those are two different attitudes. You can. You can do it. 
We all go through hard things. We all go through loss on many levels. That is a part of being alive. You can do it. You can. You are strong. I say this for you. I say this for me. So when you do your 90-day outcome, do some journaling around it. What is it that you really want? And then the very practical side comes. One thing I one the one step I can offer you that may help if you are wondering, well, what is my outcome exactly? I would say I woke up, I think I mentioned, sometimes it happens at 3.30 or 4 a.m. And I have since decided that if my brain starts going down a rabbit hole of worry or concern, that I will get up and I will either do something about that, like start to do those tasks, or I, I will watch television for a moment and shift my thinking. Hopefully uh, Sex in the City reruns are on. It's always one of my favorite shows. Something that just feels light and connects me to times when I was worried about things in the past and I made it through those. And so I just remind myself that this will be fine. This too shall pass and it will find its peace again. So those are those are two tips that you can also use in terms of just go ahead and and get up and do something about it, right? I don't want to waste an hour just churning in my mind when I could just get up, shift the thinking, and sometimes I can try meditation and then I I try to go back to sleep or sometimes I just make it an early start to the day. What I did in this instance is I grabbed a whiteboard. So if you have a lot on your mind, like I presently do, I just wrote all the categories of thought, personal, business, meal planning, anything, right? My schedule for the week, every, the appointments I have that are already on the calendar, I just wrote everything on a whiteboard. And it felt really cathartic and it needed to be a whiteboard. There wasn't a paper big enough. It didn't need to be digital. It needed to be a pen to a surface that wasn't digital. And then I had already done the work of asking myself, what outcome do I want? So the second part for me, but you could do these in reverse order, was to then put everything on this whiteboard. And then I take the next steps where I add everything that's already on my schedule. And this includes any personal appointments like health appointments, This includes any trips that I may have planned for both personal or business. This includes all of my schedule for the expansive artists. Um, As I move into the new year, my schedule for artful selling. This includes dates that I want to have my new product released. This includes holidays. This includes education, right? Education, coaching, 
therapy. All of this takes up a very large part of my schedule still at this time. And so that has to go on there too. And for you, it might be your kids' schedules, you know, your partner's schedules, your part-time work or your full-time work schedule where you're squeezing in the time to make art or to grow your art business on the side. It's all possible. When you put it down, you begin to see based upon your choices about how you like to schedule your week, right? Because that's important too. How do you want to feel in your days and your week? And maybe you're just in a season where you have to sort of buckle up and make it through what you've scheduled. But when you start to do this and you see, wow, this is going to be too much on this day. This is going to be too much on this week. I really can only add on this one other accomplishment here or, or you know, specific project here. That's when you really start to see what's happening in your life instead of get into the quarter, get into the first of the month. Oops, this is due. This is due. Oh my goodness, we need to do that. We need to do this. And and then the, the month is gone. The quarter's gone. And you wonder where it all went. It is truly worth taking a moment. That's why I wanted to share this episode with you now. It is truly worth taking a moment to just say, okay, what is it that I want out of this quarter? And the reason that working in quarters works best is that there are studies that show that the mind can process 90-day increments better than, let's say, a year. Certainly, when we work in artful selling together, we, we do an overview of the year. It's good to know where you ultimately want to go within all four seasons of the year. But, you know, the year is broken into seasons and quarters automatically. So it makes it a very nice jumping off point to begin planning from that place as well. And I just, I really like it. It's a, it's a long enough amount of time that it doesn't feel like I'm trying to squeeze everything in in 30 days. And it's a short enough amount of time that I can actually move the needle, see the progress and have instant feedback from that progress, from that, you know, see if I've landed on that outcome that I most wanted to land on. And certainly there are very practical goals in that outcome as well, but they are connected to the outcome, not the reverse of that. And then I break all of that down by tasks per month and by week and by day. But that very important part of shifting it from goal to outcome and looking at what's already on the calendar and now with so much experience, realizing I don't want to stack my life in the ways that I have perhaps in the past. You know, this is just through trial and error. You have to figure this out by going through stressful times by getting yourself into a place where maybe you feel overloaded. And then the answer is not to beat yourself up for that or be too hard on yourself because it's just going to happen sometimes. It's life. But to recognize it and say, ooh, how could I how could I shift things next time that this doesn't happen? And there are shifts I've made in my schedule that work really well for me that I'm so uh, glad and grateful that I've implemented them. 
And there are areas and, and boundaries that need to be set and commitments that need to be remade to myself to refine that even further. And I imagine it's probably to some degree always a work in progress because my business is shifting, my life is shifting, my responsibilities are shifting. And so it's a it's a moving, flowing document, if you will, a planner. And it's it's also so comforting to put it in some kind of a container to put all of your ideas, all of your goals, your wishes, your plans, your outcome in a container that you can refer back to. And that is why if you've made it all the way to this part of the podcast, I am excited to share that I am creating a planner for you. And my goal, this is a very specific goal, is that that planner is released this quarter of 2021 before 2022, but it will not be a planner that will be limited to dates. I think that's the best thing ever when you can write it in. So you can get this planner at any time and you can start your dates at any time and put them in there. However, it is really nice to get a planner kind of close to the beginning of the year because it just helps you get into that rhythm of seeing the whole year flowing through. So those are my tips. Again, if you need to, if you're up in the middle of the night or not, put everything down on a huge whiteboard and then start pulling from there. Uh, Focus on the outcome you want. How do you want to feel for this quarter? What are the revenue goals that you want for the quarter if you're in business? And what projects do you have that will lead you to those revenue goals? And how can you peacefully place those those tasks into your 90-day plan by month, by week, by day? after you've added the schedule that you may already have in place. And don't overcommit. I was reminded just yesterday, as someone who right now has so much clarity around, let's let's heal, let's fix, let's get the support in all these areas, let's and let's do it by tomorrow at noon. I am that person. And I was reminded beautifully that it's never done to enjoy my journey, even in the messy middles of things and appreciate how far I've come and to just pace myself that I'm going to miss this part of the journey. And, you know, sometimes I want to, because I open this podcast saying it's feeling a bit hard. It's feeling a bit hard, a bit challenging. I asked for the challenges, maybe not all at once, maybe not. Sometimes that happens in life, but I can do it. And I don't give up. I do allow myself to change my mind, though. I always do. Also different than giving up. But I'm here. I'm here for the long game. And when I fast forward in my life and I say, how would I feel if I didn't try this? Because it was hard. It felt challenging. And if there's any sense of regret, I know what I have to do, right? I owe it to myself to try, as do you. And so all of this 90-day planning and everything is really just to help you fulfill what you are here to do, 
what you most want to do in this life and to have some fun along the way while you're doing it, even when it's challenging. So if you too are having a challenging moment, I give you a virtual hug. I also say, as I shared with you, keep going. You can do this. If you're hearing this podcast, you can. If you listened all the way to the episode, you definitely can. And until next time, friends, thank you so much for listening. Let me know what your 90-day outcome is. I'd love to know. Send me a DM. We can hold each other accountable and look for the first Creative Thursday Planner coming soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.